In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the May 8th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a reality-based mash of contemporary events compiled from the world's great newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine. At Harper's.org, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Gosh, we were late on that one, Mike. That was my fault. I don't know what you're talking about. We were late, <laughs> late on, on what? Conservative. Okay. Nicolas Sarkozy, yes, in France, was elected president, defeating socialist Ségolène. You remember Ségolène? Yeah, yes, uh, yes. Uh, Royal. Yes, of course. Sarkozy vowed to reduce France's civil service ranks by at least half, place restrictions on strikes, and impose a ceiling of fifty percent on personal revenue taxes. Whoa. Yeah. It's a big change. He also said that his administration would put an end to the influence of France's May 1966, 1968 generation. Right. 68. 68, uh, right. Yeah. And that you was remember the, That was the right? student rioting on the left bank in Paris yeah. back in 1968. He said that, that whole thing there, the 68 generation, yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. I, I don't know what a 68 generation is, but well, I, I, think I think he means everybody that was upset with his kind of politics it means that the uh, france also has its own culture war is what it yeah. means yeah he said that they were responsible for the decline in morality and authority in france one term this guy's here for one term and gone authority french are not going to and take. morality yeah. those things just go hand in hand yeah mm. without authority morality goes out the window yeah absolutely we love authoritarian moralists Governments are running out of time to address climate change and to avoid the worst effects of rising temperatures, the International Panel on Climate Change, an influential UN panel warned. They warned that. Yeah, well, yeah. good. Greater energy, efficiency, renewable huh. electricity, sources, and new technology, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. They said that would help, but there could be as little as eight years left to avoid a dangerous global average rise of two centigrees or... Uh, yeah, two degrees centigrade or more. Yeah. You know that our uh, our uh, guest next week, Georges Monbiot, yes. is going to be talking all about that stuff. Well, the, how, yeah, the, yes, about the world burning, basically. You know, I'm usually sitting down when I'm doing this. You know, it's it gives the whole the show a whole other look, another sound. How do you I, feel? I, how do you feel standing up? I don't like it. Well, okay. Do you, I don't do mind you, standing up, but it just makes me feel off kilter. Right. You kind of rem- at this point, I'm kind of getting a, an Ed McMahon vibe out of you. Yeah. Kind of a you, go ahead. You are correct, sir. Or uh, they call me the cosmic love child. <laughs> the cosmic love yeah. child. Four years to the right. day after standing on the deck of the aircraft carrier, you know, whatever the Lincoln, Lincoln. yeah, yeah. The USS Lincoln, he, declaring that major combat operations were over in Iraq. This happened last Tuesday, but we might as well. Review. Yeah. Well, we were. Yeah. You know, That's he right. did veto the you war remember? spending bill. Yeah. He just vetoed that thing. Yeah. I, I think it was wasn't even out of the blocks. There were like 30 minutes in, be- in between the time that it was okayed right. and he vetoed it. They wanted to get that out of the way because yeah. the Democrats did something, I think, it's symbolically smart. And that was that uh, they, they gave it to him on the, on the anniversary of Mission Accomplished, which I thought was nice. It was right a nice twist. We call it political theater. We do. We call it political theater. And apparently the prob- Republicans don't like it unless they're doing it. Yeah. 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 And we'll get into that later. 
President Bush and congressional leaders began negotiating a second war funding bill, with Democrats offering the first major concessions an agreement to drop their demand for a timeline for troops. Which I think is a home. mistake because that's yeah. not what the American people want. Yeah. But at least it demonstrates flexibility on the part of the Democrats. And <laughs> you know, who's, who's, what, what, what? Are I, you reading Bill Clinton? No, no, I know. I was something? triangulating. I was you were just, triangulating. I was triangulating. At least it demonstrates no, it's what I'm, flexibility. Was, let, let me just get, let is me that, finish. Is that what you t- tell your sex partner? Let me finish. Come on no, now. No, no. Yeah, let me finish saying, my thought. Yeah. I, What's I'm wrong, saying, Mike? What's I'm, wrong? I'm well, saying, at least I'm demonstrating flexibility. And I try to, whenever yeah, I can, what, I try to demonstrate what? flexibility. I've been known to be um, try to be flexible. No, my point in saying that is the Democrats are willing to get something, or at least trying, and I, and I don't think they should. I'm not saying I think they, they should abandon timelines. Yep. But I'm saying at least there is a desire on their part to... Um, to to get something, yeah, on the table that uh, what would they what would they get? Well, that's the problem. Yeah. They're they're flexible in the wrong way. What they should say is we won't impeach you. Okay, that's what they should say. We won't impeach you if you if you do this. That's yeah. what, actually what the strategy should be. The bitter fight over the Iraq spending bill all but obscured a sobering fact: the war will soon cost more than five hundred billion dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Five hundred. That's a, where I went to school. That's a half a trillion dollars. That's ten times more than the Bush administration anticipated. Oh. Well, I remember. I think it's more. Yeah. I remember Wolfowitz going in front of the uh, from front of a Senate committee saying he thought four to six billion yeah. would be fine, and given all the oil revenue that they were going to be bringing home, it would be basically we'd be making a profit on the deal. Yeah. Yeah. You look distracted. What's is there something? I'm trying to figure out a way to sit down. Well, you know. A draft law being considered by the Iraqi parliament would enable U.S. companies to take control of Iraq's oil industry. You know about this. Oh, this it is the whole in February. Yeah, yeah, this is the whole thing. But, yeah, but you know now it's before parliament. The, right. pro- pro- the proposed bill approved by the Iraqi government in February, after months of wrangling, opens the country's oil sector to foreign investors. Thirty-five years after it was nationalized. If you watch Fox News, late no. of late. If you do, I know you don't like to, and I don't blame you. But when the pundits are talking, when they're talking about whether or not Iraq is going to become a stable country, this is the thing they talk about. This is the first thing they talk about. Well, what about the oil revenue? That has become the mantra of late, the oil revenue. And that's part of this. Yeah? Yeah. That's all I'm so saying. So what do I care? I'm, I'm saying it's the most important thing. <laughs> Never mind. I know. I know. I know. Well, that's what this whole thing's about. It's exactly what it's all about. It, it's... Yeah, let's see. Where, where was I? You were talking about oil revenue. American, American forces completed the construction of a concrete wall. Oh, around, that's a great... Yeah, they completed that, the wall around Baghdad, yeah. the district there, the uh, around, district around of Adhamaya. The, the Sunni. I think it surrounds uh-huh. the Sunni district. You like that idea? A wall? No, no. And I, as I said last week, I want to say it again because I think it's important for to to focus on, and that is what the world now knows us for, or what we're becoming known for, I should say, is Abu Ghraib. Extraordinary renditions uh-huh. and building walls around cities, around sections of Baghdad that we don't like. Yeah. Uh huh. Finding a military solution. Hello. At, at whenever we can, we we go we go to the military option. We've lost our way, is what I'm trying to say. I and couldn't the, agree and, more. And, oh, okay. You're not even listening to me. We've lost our way. You've stopped listening to me. What the world I knew remembers it would come us to for? This. I knew it would. Is uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Despite their start differences. Stark differences. 
on Iraq. Presidential frontrunners from both parties are vowing to increase the size of the military. Both parties. All the frontrunners are yeah. going to We're not spending it. enough. Yeah. We were spending we're spending almost a half a trillion a year now yeah. on the military. And when you factor in all the other nonsense like internal security and all police forces. There's only two out there that are openly discussing cutting the defense budget. These and, would be among frontrunners. Oh. And I don't even know if this is really frontrunner. Dennis Kucinich. Kucinich. And Bill Richardson of New Mexico. Good. Yeah. Well, but they're talking about cutting defense spending. That's crazy. They're that crazy. Makes, that makes me angry. It they're should. talking about. They shouldn't just be talking about. They should say, we're going to decrease the defense yeah. budget. This is insane. Yeah. Well, the problem now is. It is has that, been insane for over the, a decade. The, the, but the problem, just, this is, I will, the problem is, is we've so depleted our forces because of the war in Iraq that there is, there is a legitimate need to resupply so the the military with it, with the equipment and the uh, that they need the body armor and all that. I'm not saying that they should increase military spending. Not I'm not saying that. But there will there is a legitimate because we're going to walk out of Iraq leaving behind, God knows how much equipment. But it'll be in the billions and billions of dollars with yeah. stuff. So that's all. in June, less than a year ago, the House of Representatives set up a memorial wall inside the House for the names of dead U.S. service members killed in Iraq and Afghanistan. The memorial is already out of space. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the to the Republican. Are you going to get to the Republican stuff? The, the Republican The, the stuff? Republican uh, presidential debate. I don't want to. That, well, let me just, let me just, sham. I just have to say one thing. What, of course it was, it was, uh, it was horrible. It was beyond horrible. These people are not even very smart. We're I talking can, about the Republican debate. At, at the Reagan Library last yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that when they asked the question, how many of you yeah. don't believe in evolution? Yeah. And three of the yeah. 10, 30% of these guys raised their hand. Yeah. Three of the 10. I, this is this is really. Do you mean, do you, mean you believe in evolution? Well, you're, the, you're the argument against see, evolution. See, no, Mark. see, I am. No, I'm not. I am. I've, there, <laughs> I, there's a, been a lot of select, selectivity gone into my. Well, science is a bad thing, Mike. Don't you know? And then they asked McCain about mm. it, and he he wanted it both ways. He believes in evolution, but when he walks through yeah. the Gan- Grand Canyon, yeah. he sees the hand of God. Yeah. That's called spin, Mike. That is just, well, yeah. whatever. When I, I mean, say- what it is, it's gratuitous. It has nothing to do with that question of evolution. Yeah. He's just, he had to get his, he had to make sure. But he, I tell you, when I sit on the commode, <laughs> I feel the hand of God. That's, I think that's what he said. <laughs> that's right yeah. after, yeah, yeah, right afterwards I felt, yeah. I feel the hand of God. What's that got to do with evolution? It's got nothing to do with evolution, but I just, the, the idea <sighs> that three guys running for president of the United States he's trying to in 2007... Don't believe that in evolution. Don't think that evolution is a valid. Is valid. Well, a hundred percent of the candidates. Yes, believe in in eighteen o three. Yeah, didn't believe in evolution. Well, see, there you go. In fact, you know what's amazing? They didn't even know what evolution was. Well, that's the thing. They didn't really know. How did we survive? That? I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, it's the a Bush administration. It's now. a miracle. A miracle. That's how miracle. we survived. The Bush administration announced plans to sell Iraq about half a billion dollars of new arms. Yeah, half billion. That's a nice. That's <laughs> Send a, more arms. <laughs> what they need: for hospitals, uh, doctors, uh, uh, medical supplies. Chevron. They need. You more, know Chevron. They need more grenades. The oil company Chevron. Yeah. yeah. They're preparing to pay up to thirty million dollars in fines for illegally paying kickbacks to Saddam Hussein for access to Iraq's oil before the U.S. invasion. Let's see, that would have been about the time of the Food for Oil program. Wouldn't it have been around uh-huh. that time? Hmm. 
apparently something strange happened hmm. before the in between the invasion and when they were paying him the money that turned Saddam into a ruthless, yeah, ruthless yeah, yeah. dictator. Like that, way going back to nineteen eighty seven, eighty eight, when Donald Rumsfeld was going there to sell them arms and all the stuff they needed to make chemical war, uh, agents for biological warfare, chemical yep. warfare, that stuff. Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Patrick Leahy. I know who he is. Yeah, Democrat Vermont. Yeah. Issued a subpoena to Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez for all emails from White House advisor Carl Rove that relate to the 2006 firings of the eight U.S. attorneys. That would be a subpoena. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another wrinkle in this thing. What is it? About the prosecution of uh, so-called voter fraud yeah. uh, cases. There's a, there's, this is going to start to unwind, too, about what they were going after and why. And This guy that was friends with Rove that came in, took over in, I think it was Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't, well, wherever it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. There's more, there's more to this. Gonzo is on the, on the hook for a lot of different stuff here. We... What? Uh, nothing. No, I'm just. I'm just there. I. Th- I believe that this. Uh, this. Uh, Attorney General slash federal uh, U.S. Prosec- U.S. Uh, prosecutors is going to yeah. eventually be the thread that we pull on that unravels this whole mess. <sighs> the clandestine network trading in you in nuclear material and technology set up by rogue Pakistani scientist A.Q. Khan. Yeah. You remember old AQ? I do. He's still very much, it's still very much in business and actively involved in proliferation. Wow. You know that? But he's from Pakistan and they're our friend. He's currently under house arrest in Pakistan after being exposed as a man who secretly supplied nuclear know-how to Iran, North Korea, and Libya. Yeah. And also attempted to sell the same service to Iraq, but was turned down. By Saddam. By by, turned down by Saddam Hussein. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe maybe it's turned down because Chevron hadn't supplied the money yet. <laughs> didn't have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, uh, well. Pressure is increasing on Paul Wolfowitz to resign as head of the World Bank. A high-level World Bank ethics panel determined that Wolfowitz broke bank rules by arranging a pay package and promotion for his girlfriend. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. And one of uh, Wolfowitz's closest aides, Kevin Kellums, resigned. This is all part of the... Yeah. Yeah, they're weekly news. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is these are character people. We're talking character people here when we talk about Wolfowitz, yeah. Pearl. Yeah. Which, remember Richard Pearl? Richard who? Richard Pearl. Anyway, we'll get to him in a minute. Yeah, I remember Richard Pearl. His name came up the other day. The Bush administration proposed a major expansion of oil and natural gas drilling in federal waters off Alaska, Florida, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That place had been previously banned. Yeah, I, from from drilling there, and, and now they propose it. They're gonna gonna be drilling. Well, good. There's gonna be, there's gonna be lots of drilling going mm-hmm. on. I have a feeling over the next several years. I think you're right. Frantic drilling, perhaps. Fra- yeah, frantic drilling. Yeah. Well, they say. They say. Don't you love that phrase? Well, you know they say. Who says? I don't know. What do they say? There's a lot of oil off the coast of America. Uh huh. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> We'll just be kind of surrounded in this pool of oil. Mm-hmm. There'll be flames. I always thought it would be, you know, the, if the if the if there was a like a com- country like Libya or Iran, because I know our oil, their oil tankers come from Iran all the way to the United States. They really wanted to kind of mess up the U.S. in a way that would be kind of crazy for a long time. Yeah, yeah. they they uh, they could just ditch a bunch of oil tankers off the coasts 
off the different coasts, just run them aground and have a few million gallons of have a few million gallons of oil, you know, all at once. Like get three or four or five of them just to run right into the port of L.A. and wherever else. They think? could do that. Yeah. They could do that. And it really messes up. It was revealed that former CIA director George Tenet has made at least $2.3 million since he left the agency by working for corporations that provide the U.S. government with technology, equipment, and personnel used for the war in Iraq, as well for the war as well as the war on terror. Yeah. But he's profited. He's, he's going on the air now. Yeah. Did you he's see- talking about how this, we were misled into a war that he's profited on. Yeah. yeah. Did you see him on? He was on Meet the Press this week. It was, ter- it, was, it was an awful performance, if that's the right word for it. He really couldn't, he couldn't remember key things. He, he kept saying, I couldn't tell them all the time that they were saying the things that weren't true, although that's not, that's not true. He yeah. could have. He didn't. How the 16 words got in the State of the Union, he just doesn't have any idea how yeah. that happened. Uh-huh. How, why he was sitting behind Colin Powell when he gave that infamous presentation to the U.N. Security Council that was basically all wrong. The, the question has to be asked at some point, Uh-oh. what have they gotten right? What was right about what they said? It's not what – we keep tracking down all the things that they said that were wrong. Yeah. Let's just – let's flip the question. What is it that they said that was correct out of all of this mess? Terrorists are evil. Okay. Four hours before House passage of a federal hate crimes bill that has languished since 1991, the White House issued a veto, a threat to veto the bill. That would be the hate crimes bill. Mm-hmm. So they passed the hate crimes bill, mm-hmm. and it's another veto. He's holding back these vetoes. I don't think he has anything to lose anymore. He's going to veto everything. Now. It, his his uh, Newsweek poll last night, yeah, his approval rating. What was it 8%? 28%. 20, 28, okay. You're talking about Dick Cheney's approval yeah, yeah. rating. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, Cheney is down at like 11 or 14, 14 15%. <laughs> I mean, those people... <laughs> I even have higher ratings than that, Mike. You know, and I do my best to offend people. He's actually trying to get elected. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. These guys are... President Hugo Chavez, Chavez's government took over Venezuela's last privately run oil fields. Yeah. yeah. They did. They took him over, nationalized him. That'll be wild. Even la revolution. When, when, huh? when the other foot drops. Huh? Yeah, I'm no kidding. Yeah. Don't, I just, my, my advice, my, my blanket advice to anyone who runs a uh, country in Central or South America, yeah, don't, don't get on the helicopter. <laughs> Whatever you do, uh, walk wherever you're going to go. Uh, a sentencing. This is an important one. All right. A sentencing moratorium. A memorandum. Sorry. Okay. A sentencing memorandum filed by federal prosecutors says that arson and sabotage by 10 radical environmentalists convicted of setting fires across five western states amounted to terrorism. Yeah, they've been trying to put this label on. All that stuff. Now, what they did do was uh, so that means they can they, enhance. They said the fire. They didn't. They didn't kill anyone. In fact, they went out of their way not to. Right, I'm they, sure they picked targets where no one was at. They they burned down timber company offices, dozens of SUVs. Yeah, I, I think this is the one I remember down in meat San, companies, San Diego. federal installations, and a ski resort. Yeah. Now, I'd like to know what's wrong with that. Well, I'll see now because. Yeah. I, I have I have the you SUVs. Know, the right? less SUVs, the better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I mean, know. ultimately, I they know. did kind of a service here. Well, see, and they didn't <laughs> we, kill anybody. We have to be a little careful of, here. I know, rid but, of the bad stuff. But, uh, let's let's focus on the fact that they were they're categorized as terrorists. That means uh-huh. that they can enhance the sentence. I'm sure 
dramatically enhance the sentence. Oh, absolutely. And they and probably it sets a, put a peculiar precedent, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. It and yes, exactly. These are crimes. They need okay, they're being prosecuted as crimes, but they're not they're yeah. In they, other words, they could be sent to Guantanamo they, yes. and, and held forever. And I and I believe I'll I would I don't know this, but I'll bet it puts them in line for the death penalty on some of this stuff. A solar power project in India supplying electricity to 100,000 people will be widened to other developing nations after showing that clean energy can be cheaper than fossil fuels, mm. according to a U.N. report. So they're going to extend this project to China, Indonesia, Mexico, and Algeria. Solar power. Yeah. How come we're not on the list? Yeah. We're not. I'm looking for Irvine. It, no. Did, it was what? I just want to say you're on the UN. I just wanted to bring this I'm up because I thought this was an intriguing. I'm all over the UN. You're all over the UN. I know how much you love the UN. The US government has blocked the United Nations an United Nations expert from visiting a jail in Texas where the US is holding over 400 immigrants including children and asylum seekers. The UN special reporter on the uh, on human rights of immig- of migrants uh, was refused uh, uh, permission to examine the facility. Yeah. Oh, I just thought that was, why? Why not? I don't hmm. know. Yeah. That's, that's it. I mean, yeah. they just, U, U.S. said, no, you cannot visit this facility. A U.N. representative mm-hmm. on, As human, well they on human rights. We don't want anybody looking at us. All right. It was revealed that while thousands, hundreds of thousands of Gulf Coast residents suffered in desperate condition. Following uh, Hurricane Katrina, the Bush administration turned down assistance offered by other countries. Yeah, including including Uh Cuba. I know Cuba wanted to send doctors. I remember that was going on. Yeah, they wanted to send doctors. Here, here. Yeah. Julie McDonald, an Interior Department official accused of pressuring government scientists to make their research fit her policy goals, resigned. Yeah, finally. Yeah. And I got an and finally, Mike. Okay. You said and finally. And finally. Uh, Japanese revolutionary fascist Toyama Koishi announced he's running for governor of Tokyo by saying, if elected, you will be terrified. I myself will be terrified. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.